This is going to be a great podcast because I'm excited because I I had a date with the host of Hook, Line, and Smiley today. Shut up. Yeah. He's he's very elusive. Uh, She is very elusive and um, very bad with pronouns. And she, (laughs) no, we went out. We went out today. I am uh, not bragging, but I took her to the Corn Dog Hut. No, I took her to where did we go? Panera. Panera Bread. And why did I take you there? Because we had a coupon. Will you ever just let's do some fake stuff and make it uh, look? But like, that's real. That is true. That is true. But you could have said like because that's one of our favorite places, and we're trying to not. eat healthy. Um, we kind of ate healthy. You we ate, ate healthy. Yeah. You ate, because we both ordered healthy, and you ate your healthy plate, and a little bit of my, you see, you got a a healthy and a half meal, (laughs) didn't you? (laughs) I had had some butternut squash soup. Uh, Again, Panera Bread, not a sponsor, but uh, I love their butternut squash soup. And then I noticed that it was going down a lot quicker. I thought it was queso. Yeah, yeah. So I had on chips my plate. and I really thought it was a bowl of queso. And this is how well I know my wife. I actually moved, like I, I swung the plate around where the sandwich was facing you mm-hmm. and the, the soup was the as queso. far away from you. The, yeah, yeah. The, the soup queso was, or what we call Bob soup. I'm, I'm sure you do the same thing. Like when we go out, I'm sure you're looking at my mouth to see if I have something on my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. Like are you more heightened because like, I do tend to eat a little. Well, that's just my messy. spiritual gift, anyway. Yeah, to like pick the crumbs and drool and she's a wiper. hairs off of you. She's a wiper. <laughs> I'm a little. I don't know. What's well, a little animal like the chimpanzees? How the, they pick each other? A little uh, rhesus to- monkey. That's totally me. You're a rhesus monkey. I check your ears, your hair, your nose. You your do. Arms. I would dig in your armpits if I had to. If anybody, because <laughs> I've had people open the door at a green room where you and I are in the green room together alone, and I've had like people open the door and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'll let y'all." And I was like, "No, she's just picking a hair out of I'm my just ear, prepping you for." It's you're not stage. busting up anything <laughs> because you are one of the messiest people you know when, I have ever met. You know, when the Incredibles they go over to Edna's place and it does a full body scan, like mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel like that. That's that's what you are. It's exhausting. You you are a scanner. <laughs> you're a wiper. You're a. I feel like we're writing a country song right now. So when we go out, I know that if I have good soup or good any kind of good food, to try to position it as far away as and I can. And since from I'm you. a foodie and I'm teaching you how to order, you're gonna have good food. I've always known how to order. Uh, you look. You get the cheapest thing on the menu, right. and then you Mm-mm. enjoy it. <laughs> we sat down and. The it was way more than I thought it was going to be, and he's talking about money. Yeah, money. Yeah, food wise, it was not. It was not enough food. It was. We didn't plan to wake up and diet this morning, Mm -hmm. but I guess the way we ordered, we're we're dieting, um, because I got the half portions, which I didn't realize. And then they asked if I wanted a bowl or a cup of soup. I would have loved to seen the communion size soup that they would have given me. And I thought I was going on a happy date instead of with a crotchety old man. (laughs) Anyway, it was great. We had a great time. We stared in each other's eyes. The water wasn't the right temperature. I did get water. Seat was worn out. You that that table wasn't the right color. Did you notice that? 
Okay, now you're naming things that bothered you. No. Because I did not no. mention any of that stuff on our date. I'm just saying you don't exactly look for the positive. I didn't. Mm, who? Burn. <laughs> What's weird is she's right whenever we go out to a restaurant because I'm always on guard. Uh, because we're paying to have a good time. On guard. And I'm on guard. You just guard. said every time we go to a restaurant, you're on guard. <laughs> I'm on guard. But uh, in life, you you I think we've established that I am more of a glass half full, joyful, let's just... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause on that mm-hmm. opinion because what I think it is is that you project like a happiness, but that's not really. Aren't we talking about assumptions today? I'm super super happy. You're not. I wouldn't exactly call you positive. No, we haven't even started the show yet. I wouldn't exactly call you positive. Right, but when we did go when we do go to restaurants, I do get annoyed if things aren't right. And perfect. I, I didn't mention this to you, but the seat was like sitting in a. Like, I felt like it was a, a couch that they got from a college kid mm-hmm. whenever he finally graduated. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Coulter, but then I wanted to add the graduated part. Um, but like a couch, you know how it has the little saggy bottom that you just sink into. Mm-hmm. The booth was like that. Our buzzer didn't work. So our food sat up on the counter for 10 minutes. And then finally somebody came over and was like, are you guys, uh, are you guys 24? And uh, I was like, well, she's a little older than that, but... Which he didn't get my joke. And then, so I got up and went to get my, to get our food. And they, they even said, if the soup's not still hot, we can, we can get you some more. What's it called when someone's dating someone half their age? And then what? Like a girl, it's a cougar. Like if you were the younger person, I'd be a cougar. Yeah. But Uh, since I'm I'm pretty close to half your age, what is, what are you called? Smart. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a double standard. (laughs) Anyway, we went to Panera Bread. We had a really good time, even though we were sitting. We could barely touch the top of the Bob table because of the sagging can't wait booth to we were in. Review it. Somebody ordered tea, two dollars no, and seventy eight cents. Oh, oh, that's what I started to say. That's great. That's why I get at least three glasses, like two refills, because so then it divides it up. We ordered. You did get your money's worth mm-hmm. in the tea. Mm-hmm. I and I'm talking about our entire bill. Mm-hmm. You. You rocked it. And whenever I brought the food over and they told us that if the soup wasn't so warm, then we could, we could get, send it back. But I back. took like 10 bites and I was like, eh, it's a little cold. She, Let's take it back. She got, I don't know if you know what a snow shovel is, but she got about eight scoops. You need to go back to that no, self-deprecating humor. Proud, no, no, not, not that wife deprecating No, I'm humor. saying this as a, you are my person. You are, there are little glimmers throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That that I just stop and go. Oh my goodness, you are my person, and that was That's one the of the grease them. on your fingers because you were yeah, it's it glimmering. There was yeah, I did have smoked salmon this because morning. what what happened? Because you were shoveling the food in the soup in, and you got about halfway done, and I was like, oh please say it, and you looked up and you go, yeah, this is not this is not warm enough for the princess, <laughs> and so I took the bowl. So really, you got a bowl and a half. Which actually ended up being that is a, a bowl. Pretty big exaggeration. Yeah. Um, We're gonna have to turn your phone off. We are, and Xander just texted me that he's ready to get picked up. Awesome. We have a child that has a driver's license upstairs playing oh, video yeah. games. We were talking about me being thrifty and how that is your yeah. love language. So when we sat down, we uh, I, I started looking at the bill because it was supposed to be pick two, and I thought it was going to be, but it's not really. It, like cheaper it's they say to pick two and then you order two things and they charge you like full price for two things no that's not true so you, you, i really would have just picked one but anyway no, she took the receipt 
and turned it over and put it over to the side. After you mentioned the bill three times. Um, yeah. Like it would have been a very bad date. If that had <laughs> been our first date, I'd have been like, no. That's what today's topic is about, actually, is first impressions. Is it now? Yeah. Did I just create a segue? So anyway, welcome to Hook, Line, and Smiley. We hope you guys are having a great week. We uh, want to thank our amazing intro music from Mac Powell and the Family Reunion. Can you take it away? Because I'm trying to text Trent to go get Xander. We are a podcast, a man and a wife, comedian and comedian. <laughs> no, that's not true. We are a blended family of five boys, a male dog. There's probably a raccoon running around here somewhere. I actually was thinking about that last night when I was putting Xander to bed. I was like, we've had a lot of, we've had a lot of animals here. Just since I've been in the picture. We've had a possum living mm-hmm. in Xander's room for mm-hmm. about six months. We've had a duck living Snake. in one of the bathrooms. We've had a snake. We've had uh, chickens outside. Now we just have two 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think we actually talked about this on another podcast that it became a thing since it was just me and the three boys. If I was, you know, had a local show where I was driving and I'd be driving home late at night, I would get a text from one of the boys of like, okay, when you get home, don't look in the in the bathroom. Or, you know, like it was nothing for me to come home and there'd be you know, a stray dog in the backyard or mm-hmm. um, Trent got to where he was catching ducks at parks and just bringing them over. And we'd always return them, but we'd just keep them for a little bit. And until dinner was over? Until yeah. Trent would. I mean, he would, he would catch all these kind of wild animals and we'd keep them for a couple of days and stuff. When We're is rescued. my release? We, <laughs> we got to get you healthy. <laughs> we got to get you. Like, nourished back to nourished health. Nourished back to health and, and happy and yeah, because when I found you, yeah, you were not doing well. And so we... Mm, that is we not to, true. <laughs> that is not true at all. I was doing all. so well. She was doing so well. <laughs> and we nabbed her. Anyway, we're kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to start, like we always do, with a woo moment of the week. Hi, Bob and Sarah, Shaden Crabtree. My wife, Kimberly, and I have a woohoo moment. Last Wednesday, January 22nd, we adopted our two little girls after three years of them being in the foster care system, and we are super excited. Another woohoo moment, if I can add two, my oldest turned 13, and uh, what a joyous occasion to be able to celebrate my oldest son and my two youngest girls becoming ours and sharing our last name. Woohoo! My first woo moment of the week, again, there's all these little glimmers where I look at you and I'm like, okay, you are, I'm so glad I found you. You are the rare jewel, Um, you know, how the Bible talks about you find a treasure and you go and you bury it and then you you buy the, (laughs) I think that's the first ding in the podcast. Every time you give me a compliment, I'm going to ding. Okay. Okay. Instead of me mentioning my website, bobsmiley.com. Yeah. No, we can do it then, too. Okay. Yeah, I know this is a shock to most people, but Bob is a huge self-promoter. Yeah. He and works it in. I mean, our Bible study lesson at church yesterday, and he's like, isn't that found on bobsmiley.com? I'm like, no, we're in Colossians, babe. Yeah, but I had written a, a blog about it, mm-hmm. and so I was trying to get people You don't to- even know what a blog is. I do, too. It's like a, a written podcast. It's like a waste of time. Is what it is. Anyway, it's like they used to. You're have, talking about me being a jewel. Yes. Let's let's go back. So to that. she, I think I said tool. No, I think a rare, <laughs> a jewel. rare jewel. But one of them was uh, 
you took Dylan, our 14-year-old skater, to the skate park. And there were a bunch of kids up there. Oh, yeah. And had a speaker. And they were playing this loud, very offensive rap music. Mm-hmm. And it was blaring all over the whole place because it's, it's got several drop-in bowls and ramps. It's a cool skate park. It's a great skate park. And we try to be a light. I try to be pretty cool with it. My, my tolerance level is fairly high. Yeah. So I don't want to embarrass Dylan, but and this you, was extreme. And in their defense, you were the only you, you were the only adult like up there. But you're well, I was the only adult that's normally up there. Like yeah. this isn't my first time. There were quite a few moms with little kids on. You know, bicycles and scooters. At this time as well? Yeah, they they just were kind of on the other side. But you were also dressed like Dustin Nickerson. <laughs> like, you you had on plaid shirt. What? You had on some, some dad jeans. I rocked jeans. it way better than dad jeans. <laughs> no, I just wanted to see. She was You're starting so to take rude. a sip, and I thought, usually she doesn't listen to me those, whenever. They were those black rocker jeans. Yeah, she actually up. did look great. So I you like had a skater mom. Red flannel shirt. You had some uh, black rocker jeans. Were you wearing those black boots? I was not. Okay. But anyway, so this rap music is blaring, and she was texting me, and like, should I say something to it? You know what? And then you figured out <laughs> and then, that you... <laughs> and then there's, a, you know, those little Jesus moments. You mm-hmm. know, you just, you go through life. You're just doing the mundane and you're like, this is undeniably a God moment. And for me at the skate park was when I heard Bluetooth connecting. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I, I switched my Bluetooth on real quick. I can get control of that speaker. And I did. You took over the entire music of the skate park. Before you could respond back to me, give me your advice. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The best thing just happened. Yeah. And you took over. What did you play? Do you remember what you played? I honestly didn't have the guts to play anything. I just watched in sheer delight as the teenagers ran around trying to figure out what had possessed their speaker and why their phones couldn't connect to it and why it wouldn't play music all of a sudden. (laughs) And so we just kind of had silence until I released my Bluetooth. I really, I kind of, I didn't want to embarrass my son. Right. So at some point I went over there and I said, hey, guess what? Have you noticed there's no music playing? (laughs) And I showed him my phone. He's like, mom, don't, don't, don't. Like he already knew that. What would you have played? Honestly, I probably would have played like NF or Lecrae or like, because I'm pretty down with like the Christian hip hop scene. And I I probably would have played something pretty edgy sounding, but then they would have realized the lyrics were. Yeah. Edifying. Yeah. A little more positive. What is this? I feel good about myself all of a sudden. (laughs) Women are not being mistreated and there's not explicatives. I don't get it. I would have played Point of Grace. I would have played like. Well, at the time I told Dylan, it was um, Amazing Grace. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to play. Just the hymn version, old school. And he was like, please don't. Can you imagine that? I'm driving downtown and I'm amazing. <laughs> it would have been great. That, so that was, uh, that was my big woo moment. Uh, my other woo moment was, uh, yeah, yeah, our son got baptized yesterday. So that was good, too. So that, that was, was why, my woo moment. No, why, why moo moment? I, well, here's the funny thing. I was thinking about a woo, woo moment. My and you woo. totally messed it up. We haven't said woo anymore. Yeah. We just say woo. <laughs> well, this is like episode seven or eight. Do or, y'all see what he's right? doing to my woo? <laughs> I am taking her woo away. I am wooing her woo <laughs> You're down. You're dulling my woo down. <laughs> Quit dulling my woo. If we talk to you in person, it's woo. Woo. If you send us your woo moment. 
Yeah, and we keep asking you guys, and we're getting a lot of liners, but uh, people need to like record what your woo moment of the day is and send it to Hookline so and So they Smiley need to record their voice and email it to yeah, us. Yeah, because okay. I, I'm so not going to drop sit, it in. I'm not going to sit and read an email. <laughs> That's st- all you do. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I got Bluetooth to Y'all, take Y'all, he over. reads his email at the gym on the treadmill. Yeah, I really do try to stay in contact with people, but because mm-hmm. I am called an addict to be out. Oh, what? To minister. Oh. Um, so yeah, send us your woo moment. Just record. I mean, you do it on your phone and just record like what a you know, woo moment and tell us your name and what state you're at. And but you have we'll to play. say woo. A woo. No. Just like that. We want your woo moment. That was so bad. Uh, but no, I was going to, like I had this whole setup to do the Bluetooth for the woo moment and then Mason got baptized and I was like, so that's you stole mine. the big woo moment. Yeah, but I'm the one who led him to Christ. Oh, my Atlanta. <laughs> what is your woo moment? It's sunny outside love? and I'm seeing the cloud cover getting heavy. <laughs> Storm is a brewing. No, can we like talk about the little sweet my moment? My woo moment is the baptism, of course. Um, our 10-year-old Mason was... Um, has been asking to be baptized for a little over a year now. Yeah. And we've just been, um, you know, trying to get settled and all that stuff. And then uh, we got him connected with our children's pastor and she visited with him and kind of, you know, they just make sure he understands everything. And he definitely understands. He started in on a sermon. Well, so I had a <laughs> so couple. He was quoting Romans to her. She's like, okay, I think you got it. <laughs> Like a month, a month ago, just he and I were out in the hot tub and, you know, full moon is great. Like we're just having, you know, some bonding time. And so I brought it up again. I said, you know, hey, we're getting close to you getting baptized. Are you ready? And he was like, yeah. And so he started telling me all this stuff. And I, so I started, I was like, oh, he wants to have an actual conversation. So I started asking him questions and he started referencing stuff. And I was like, I think he taught me a couple of things. Yeah. He takes it real seriously, which is. Which Very is super serious. cool. But we had, um, the setup was that we kind of did a, a little practice, you know, run through early before Sunday school. It was like a dry run. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. That was and funny. Then, Come on. And then when um, it was time, I picked him up from Sunday school early and we went over to, you know, behind the stage and everything. And um, he, you could tell he was getting a little bit nervous. He was excited though. Met with the yeah. pastor. Sweet, sweet moment with our pastor. Our pastor's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, really cool. Um, and behind the stage before it all got started and prayed with him. It was it was so sweet. Um I posted a picture, I think, on I think on Hookline and Smiley. Yeah. Instagram. But anyway, um, and we had the baptism and then and it was it was great. It was beautiful. And he I was drying him off and I noticed he was shaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, You're not you're not cold, are you? Because the water is warm and He's like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I realized it was adrenaline kind of yeah. releasing. And so we got him all dressed and we went downstairs and met your boys and said, hey. And then you and I were walking out with him and he just, I could tell he was just about to lose it. Like he was, oh, he grabbed your hand. He reached he? up and, and grabbed my hand. Mm-hmm. And so we were walking down the hallway and he was holding both our hands, but it, like he reached up and his hand was shaking mm-hmm. and he grabbed my hand and was like squeezing it and we were just walking and. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped and and bent down and sat on my knee, and then you wrapped your arms around him, and he just cried and cried. And I was like, "What did he say?" Though? I said, "It's happy, right?" And he said, "It's happy. This is the best day of my life." Yeah. <laughs> it was really sweet. But do you remember? I hope it's okay to say this, but like this meant a lot to me as being a bonus dad, like coming mm-hmm. in 
is he said, I just, I just want to thank I just, mom. I just want to thank you and, and Bob, because um, you, you guys have had a big impact on, on this decision. And that's when he started kind of breaking down. Yeah. I think he was kind of, yeah. it was, was like, sweet. oh, so it was, it was, but mainly you taking over the speaker at the, at the skate park. But, <laughs> but that was a great moment. He's got a sweet little heart. Well. He does. Another cool, uh moment for me was on the way to church because he and I had to leave early yesterday yeah. to get there and um he asked me what kind of man do you think I'm gonna be oh yeah and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that for a little bit and he goes okay and I'll tell you what kind of grandma you're gonna be <laughs> I'm like wah, wah. <laughs> yeah hopefully not soon no I'm excited to do that one day yeah very far in the future but um yeah it was sweet it was sweet so, so this was, is a good week it was a good and we all Good we have, we got a basketball goal over Christmas, and last night all four of our boys, like all of them, were playing outside. We played for about a little over an hour. Yeah, I pulled up from my ladies' Bible study class last night. Ding! And <laughs> <laughs> if you can do it, I can do it. And uh, I see a table set up and pizza boxes flying, and it was I felt like it I was, was actually putting, kind of a joyful moment. I like, really felt like I was like hosting a disciple now mm-hmm. or like a, a youth retreat. Well, you live a disciple now. So. Yeah, I do. And because I'm always discipling mm. people. And so, yeah, I set up a little table. We had pizza. I meant we have a house full of teenagers. Breadsticks. And of course, uh, we were playing basketball out there and everybody was getting along. And yeah, it was great because it was good. I mean, like we say all the time, it is tough blending a family. It is very tough. And we have I don't know what you're talking about. We well, because you're always so joyful about it, but like all our kids are different, like vastly different. They're different ages, different height, different build, like different. Um, your boys have grown up in a completely different way than my boys have, and so now all of a sudden, like here, everybody get get along, everybody blend together. That's been rough, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're kind of getting past all that. Where where kids are excited, you know, I I got your boys, and the first question they asked me last week was, uh, "Is Trent Xander home?" You know, like they were, they were looking forward to it. And yeah, same thing. Like Trent called when we were on the date. Trent called me, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm out of school. Uh, so uh, when everybody's home, can we play basketball again?" Like you know, so now they're they're looking forward to yeah. to interacting and stuff. So I mean, if you're a blended family, man, it it. It's tough, but just keep keep at it. Just keep loving on them, and you know, eventually, it's going to start blending in more and more. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like we were blending blocks of cement, <laughs> and now it's starting. I feel like the rain just came, mm. and so things are starting to break down a little bit, and they're starting to blend a little better. Maybe so. So, so we have a woo moment of the week, and again, this we're so early, like new into this podcast that we're figuring things yeah, out. It's brand new; nobody's really listening. Yeah, so we can try stuff. <laughs> except, except there's a lot of listeners, so we do want to thank you guys. It way more than we thought. We're kind of nervous now. What email did you get this week? I got an email saying that we had five thousand downloads, 5, and then. 000? And then I got one this morning that said we ranked seventy uh, first mm-hmm. on comedy interview podcast. Mm-hmm. And Pet the Fish, I saw that comment. It was not out of 72. Yeah. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. He's so snarky. I replied, though, and said, there's only one way to go with the up emoji. <laughs> no, <laughs> so. that's true. So uh, there are, we really do appreciate it. And the best way to do it is to tell other people. We, we're still figuring out how we're going to do this podcast, but we love having a woo moment of mm-hmm. the week. And then we had, we started with a that's not happy. And then we had a good suggestion from a listener. Uh, that we should call it that's not smiley but today my lovely <laughs> and sophisticated wife was like 
We have a woo moment of the week. Why don't we have a poo moment of the week? <laughs> Ugh, she's, so we're going to do she's woo a jewel. and poo. So we're going to have a woo moment of the week and a poo moment of the week. Do we... Do, do you have a poo moment of the week? You've got to have two poos because you had two woos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll double poo you. I'm the, ma- <laughs> I'm the math well, magician here. Yeah, yeah, you are. How does it... <laughs> how, does, how, how does a mathematician... <laughs> Can I tell this joke on here? Two woos plus two poos equals a good podcast. That's right. What does a constipated mathematician do? I don't know. He gets a pencil and works it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have 12 what? year olds listening. That's gross. That was, that was I one think of the first, I know what you're saying, and that's gross. That's one of the first jokes I ever heard. Girls, I'm sorry. School. Yeah, sorry. That was not. We did for. get a, a funny review. This one made me laugh so hard this morning. You what? read it to me because we're always talking about how we have 12 year olds listening. Yes. Because we did get an email saying uh, that. This guy said his family really loves it and the podcast and that, but we just need to keep it clean because there's a 12 year old listening. And we were so like, we cannot do that. We, we've kind of made that our running gag, but somebody wrote, you know, man, love the podcast. You and Sarah are great together, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I'm the 12 year old. Yeah. I love that. That was on Apple. So yeah, that was an Apple counts. review. We, so we do read all the reviews. So man, thank you f- so much for that. Uh, so I have a, I have to have a double poo moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's been a rough, it's been kind of a rough week of like traveling. <laughs> Just give me one poo. You know, <laughs> you know what makes this a you lot easier? You know what's easier? fun about Bob is that he's really, really easy to distract. She's over there doing a turtle impression, like with her poking her head up and down, like it's going in and out of a shell. And I can't really concentrate. Mm-hmm. Plus, okay, I'll just smile. Because every time I look in your eyes, oh, brother. I feel like the one time. <laughs> Here comes the Pepto-Bismol moment. (laughs) Over the Grand Canyon at Mm. sundown. And it just, it calms me. Mm. Also, Xander's asking if he can have a bowl of cereal behind you. So I'm trying to parent and like signal that he can. As long as he doesn't spill it on the island, which he just did. Don't look behind you. It's better if you don't look. I'm not looking. Um, What's been some bad, so today's Monday though. Right. So we kind of just started our week. We normally we normally record on Wednesday, and we had a good weekend. I think I'm pooless. Mm. I don't think I have a poo That's moment. Not of the what week. the guest room toilet looks like. Xander, is there? Xander just showed up. He just showed up, so it doesn't. Yeah, I think it's great that we are struggling to find like a poo moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Nope. Everything is hunky dory over here. <laughs> Well, on our podcast, Xander, that you listen to every week, we we have a woo moment, like a really good moment of the week, and then uh, we have like a poo moment that's just not as good. Oh, Xander hurt his finger. Mm-hmm. My 14-year-old son hurt his finger, and he's got, it looks like he colored it in with black Sharpie, and so that's that's my poo moment, is that my son is hurt. Oh, and my double poo moment is that Mason, my bonus kid, your son, is also got a broken off fingernail because he clips his fingernails after every war. Yeah, and he missed Desert Storm evidently because his his fingernails were so long. They grow really fast, though. Yeah, it's like a werewolf, but the moon's always out, and so his fingernails. We took him to baseball tryouts on Saturday. 
and he did really well, but he, he bent his, his finger. finger. Yeah. And then I thought his mom cut his fingernails, so we were playing out back, and I may have thrown something at him or something. But mm-hmm. anyway, he, he tried to catch it, and it went ahead and broke the. So I went ahead and clipped that one nail. Off. Just one. Yeah. So, all right. So, do we have a topic? We do have a topic. Okay. Awesome. And I think we're ready to start. We're thirty minutes into this. Why don't you? <laughs> Why don't you share We're an what hour topic and 48 is. minutes into this. This is real, people. Zach, really, you are the this hero. This is my life. Of this. Uh, we were going to talk about first impressions. Because, again, as we parent, we mm-hmm. want to raise our boys to present good first impressions in life. Mm-hmm. You know, walk in the door, greet people that are in the house, um, see things that need to be done around the house. Whenever, whenever I was always taking my kids to summer camps and, you know, even shows and stuff. I wanted them to know how to walk into a room, look people in the eye, shake their hand, right. greet them, have confidence, and that kind of thing. So I thought we'd talk about first impressions, because it is important. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I get to talk? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just wanted to set it up so people knew what we were doing. <laughs> first impressions. Um, so... What was your first impression we've of got me? We've got them. My first impression of you, yeah, like honestly, yeah, honestly, are we gonna put that out there. Can, we said when we started this podcast, we were gonna be real. My first I did impression, not know how real? My but. first impression of you is that um, you had not had to try very hard at dating. That you dated women that had a lot of assumptions about you, and that was totally fine. And you hadn't had to work too hard to, you know, like impress people. And most people are fine with the shallow version of you, like just the whatever you put out there. Okay, first of all, I did have to work very hard. You know how hard it is to write an hour of comedy? Like, (laughs) I had to put in a lot of work to get all that stuff out there so that I didn't have to work Mm -hmm. when I started dating. Right. Um, But most people don't (laughs) have a career that is like so public. I will say when I... Was, I would describe you as a lazy dater. <laughs> well, but when I was on a date, I was engaged. Like I... Which, you were engaged? Which made, yeah. You dated after we were engaged? It, yeah. Well, I wanted to practice. <laughs> I wanted to keep practicing, so I knew that I... You know, whenever you're going to run a marathon, you want to you know, run a couple laps. You practice. Yeah, before. So I start naming apps? No. I, so I did... Uh, we deleted all the dating apps. This is not a lie. Bob deleted all the dating apps on his phone, and all of a sudden, he didn't need that extra iCloud storage. We, <laughs> that is <laughs> that is true. Well, because people, because I would I talk take on photos stage again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can put my music back on <laughs> on my phone. There's room. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, though. I started doing bits about like dating apps. You know, plenty of fish. Like my joke was, plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. There, um, there are, but there are a lot of bottom feeders, and mm-hmm. you know all this. Because I really, I really would go on there and just be talk about first impressions. If you're on a dating app, that's your first impression mm-hmm. of somebody is, and so you have to fill out your forms. And th- and it was a lot of lies. It was mm-hmm. a lot of, again, I do this joke on stage, but you think you're going to meet Anne Hathaway, you show up and they look like Anne passed away. Like mm-hmm. it, honestly. And I got to where I was looking at photos. And, and scanning in the background to look to see if it was an old photo. Wait, do you zoom in to photos? I zoom in. No we'll way. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but I would, <laughs> I really would zoom in on photos because I did go out with somebody that uh, th- their photo had to have been 10, 15 years old. 
Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. And so now I was zooming in and be like, wait a minute, that's a Teddy Ruxpin in the back. Like they haven't made those in a long time or <laughs> nobody has a Scott Bayo poster. You know, like I would look for stuff in the background mm-hmm. just to see because it, it everybody would kind of fake their first impression, I guess, to try to, you know, to get in front of people. Yeah, a lady actually told me that I was... I met her and she did not look anything like her photo. And I, I even, I mean, we talked, I wasn't being mean, but I was like, why, why do you do that? Why do you put a, like a a photo from, I think it was like 15 years old. And uh, she was like, well, I figured, you know, get a date out of it, you know, and if I don't, then I don't. But, you know, I, I have a better chance of getting a date if I put an older photo up there. And I was just like, I didn't even know what to say because I just was like, okay, well. So there are people that put out false first first impressions. impressions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also think there's there's a segment, or maybe everybody really kind of snap judges people on a first impression. Yeah. Like I'm definitely guilty of that, assuming that a person's life is a certain way or, you know, they don't have things you know, don't come difficult to them or they don't have struggles or whatever. We're kind of going through that right now, to be honest, at church, because we're going to a relatively new church. And for us. So for us. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to get to know all these people. And it's hard not to to judge just by a couple of sentences they say in class or what they're wearing or, you know. See, that's that not my stuff. struggle. I don't struggle with judging people or like assuming things like I struggle with like getting assumed about. That, oh, that must be easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. So, like, for example, we've been at this church for um, quite some time. And then I went to a um, little hangout with some of the women at church. And half of them I knew, half of them I didn't. And they all knew who I was. Yeah. And I hadn't really met them yet. And so I'm sure there was, like, an assumption there about, who you know, who I was and what I'm like and my life and my family and stuff like that without me, you know, I'm used to making a big impression, but usually just on my own. (laughs) I was going to say that that moment could have only lasted 30 seconds before you just kind of took over. No, I've learned to like, just sit back and be quiet. Like I've, I'm kind of in a phase of my life right now where because of some other things, just, I'm not the, I've got to go into a room and like take everybody's attention or, you know, cause our personalities actually are, similar that we can entertain we can control a room we can talk to people we're not necessarily shy but like right now where i am it's not i'd rather kind of just observe and sit back and see what's going on but um silently judge like a good christian (laughs) don't you have a joke about that (laughs) i don't know i don't listen to me (laughs) yes you do i'll check on bobsmiley.com but we do that in 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 our dating life because we were both single for a while and it, the first impression was a big deal because you usually uh, did you date everybody you dated was from a dating side or Mm-mm. like you I got set up a couple of times oh you did oh I guess I did too mm-hmm. yeah but you would like meet them online that was the first impression you would see their profile read their profile maybe mm-hmm. um, or definitely look at their photos and then all of a sudden you just randomly meet at some restaurant and it was kind of I don't know. I always was comfortable because I meet so many people, but I I know it, it's got to be nerve wracking to the normal person. I'm not. I wasn't really ever nervous. It was more like trying to figure people out. Like I love figuring people out. Yeah. 
and I'm pretty good at a re, you know, getting a read on people and Obviously. identifying like red flags. And I have like really hard boundaries with stuff. So I, I, yeah, dating was, wasn't going to last long for me. I, I went on a few dates yeah. actually right before, <laughs> right before. And then right and after then meeting right you after. and I'm like, Oh, this is a hot mess. Like, yeah. So guys always the things that guys are a lot more out there with their stuff and when they shouldn't be, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't say that you're, you know, stealing from your baby mama or like, that's not something yeah, to tell you have that. Didn't you have, Oh yeah. Where and, a guy and, just confessed all that. He was like, yeah. He, one guy had moved to Texas to get away from trying to get away from his kids and, like oh gosh this is not gonna mm-hmm. I, I had a lady that she had her kids taken away again first date she's just throwing just it all out there throwing it all out there and she was like and they came and took my kids away be- just because I, I slapped my oldest in in the face I just slapped him and um I mean yeah it, it bruised him and they took and then I'm not I, I don't want to divulge everything but then she started telling me like even worse stuff that she'd done and I was like Oh my gosh. I, I and she knows you're a dad. And she knows, yeah, that I'm a single dad, like responsible for three boys that I'm like pouring my life into. And she's telling me all this stuff of, of really horrible things she did. And then like thought it was, you know, going to get a second date or thought, you know, that things, it was going well and I could not get out of there fast enough. Like, yeah. so I just wonder if people just don't know or do they don't think through but I, I guess she's being real. I mean, I guess that's she's, definitely real. I just don't yeah. think that they, that kind of person that would. <laughs> I just don't think I would have told that. If the yeah. kids taken away probably doesn't have a lot of cooth. Did so we met at a restaurant at lunch. Mm-hmm. It was our first date, mm-hmm. and then I remember it vividly. Do you? Mm-hmm. What was I wearing? Um, you're wearing that military-ish jacket. My green jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wearing jeans. Yeah, I dressed and Converse. Up. Yep. Wore my dress converse. Um, what graphic t-shirt? Now that I know you have 4,000 graphic t-shirts, that is not an exaggeration because I've washed, dried, and folded. I still, you'll still get dressed. How long How long have we lived together? Since June? Yeah. What, I, you'll still get dressed. And I'm like, where did that shirt come from? Like, they still show up. So, what, do you remember what shirt it was? It was a black, t- it was a black t-shirt. Because mm. I was wearing jeans and I feel like it was like a that army jacket Yoda or something, but maybe I've just seen it now. So no, much. you know what it, I think it was. I think it was. I think it had a sloth on it. I know that shirt. I think, or maybe a panda. It either had a sloth or a panda. I think that's what I wore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yep. those were whatever one that wasn't. My wrinkled. first impression was you're way too skinny. Yeah, because <laughs> I was I was in. Really but it good wasn't shape. a judgmental thing. It wasn't like, oh gosh, I could never be with him. Like he's too skinny. It was like, oh he he needs somebody to love on him. Yeah. Like he needs somebody to cook for him. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of because I really was like. But rem- you ate at at lunch, so that was encouraging. I did like, eat. Oh, he- yeah, um, because I kind of thought you were going to pay. <laughs> Boy, have I learned <laughs> the difference. You never. I, I definitely was pay on a first date. You were a gentleman. I, I really was a gentleman. That's all would've. joking aside. I really was. So when I got up to go to the bathroom before we left, mm-hmm. did you look to see if I tipped? No, you hadn't paid yet. Oh, I thought you said that you looked at the bill to see Mm-mm. how much I tipped. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Maybe I did. I think you did. Because Maybe I did. On one of our first few dates, I know I did. Because yeah. that's a big thing for me. Like if you can be generous and, and you tip well, like to me, that says a whole bunch. There's a couple person. of like things that 
that are funny to to pretend that I do. Most of the stuff that I that, that we joke about, I actually do. Like I, you know, I am pretty cheap. I am, mm-hmm. you know. But I think you put tipping, ketchup on everything. I do put ketchup on everything. You're really messy. I'm very messy. I do just like to wear t-shirts. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to tipping, I tip because I feel like that if you're going to go out to eat and these people are waiting on you, they're serving you, they deserve to be tipped. That's and we how just they make talked their about your standards in a restaurant. They're pretty high, so yeah, they are earning their. T- well, I, ma- I made the waiter today like get down on all fours and I mm-hmm. sat on his back mm-hmm. because I'm not sitting on that booth. But I did. I tipped 11% mm-hmm. instead of 10. That's so great. Uh, no, I really, I really do tip well. And so uh, I thought, yeah, I thought I remember you told me that. But see, I hadn't, I knew nothing about you. I wish I'd done a little more research. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have, but, <laughs> but we brought the stray in. I didn't know. <laughs> Spider caught a fly. I didn't know anything <laughs> about your reputation. Yeah. Of being cheap and messy and but I was a gentleman. That's the other thing is that you were a gentleman. On like I, I think I say this on stage. You let me I, pay when we went coffee <laughs> afterwards. That it, oh, I was going to say that wasn't mm-hmm. true, but I did. So we didn't want the date to end. Like we, didn't. we had already had this really long phone call, and I, I, I had vowed that I was gonna, not going to date for a while, like because I had a lot of stuff going you on. You keep saying that, but you were but a serial true. dater. So. No, well, I was up till up until that moment, like till November, mm-hmm. and then I actually, because again, I don't want to say that God used a dating app to bring people together, but honestly, I I decided I was not going to date because I I had no. It was in November. And, and at the rate you were going, it was exhausting. It was so and probably exhausting. expensive. I needed. <laughs> I felt like I just finished finals in college and I just needed a break. Jeez. I was like so You tired. went to class every day and yeah. study hall. Never missed. <laughs> Taught a couple of labs. And but I seriously that so we were headed into Thanksgiving and you know, I had, I wanted to get my boys through Thanksgiving and then Christmas, New Year's. Um and then I thought I would start dating after February like fifteenth. <laughs> I just picked a date. And so I really was going to get through the holidays, mm-hmm. and I had a ton of shows. This was back when I was a working comedian, mm-hmm. uh, not like now, where <laughs> my calendar does not look good. But uh, we, like, I had a bunch of shows, and so I thought, okay, I'm just putting dating on hold. But because dating apps were so entertaining, because that's what it is. You're looking at their first impression, or at least the one they want you to see. Mm-hmm. And so I was just fascinated. So when I would land and waiting to taxi in, you know, to the to the gate, I could just pull up a dating app and just flip and, and, and read about people and see, you know, all these different types of people. And it was super entertaining. It was like watching TMZ or, or you know, it's why people buy People magazine is just, you know, this kind of like a look into other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And so I still did that. And then that's whenever you message me. And I was like, that's not how that works. That is exactly how that you works. You have to, you have to swipe the app. We've okay, met but we're on, running out of time. You so have we don't to need to talk about first. that first part. Mm-hmm. So but then I get to decide whether I communicate or not. We met on a dating app that I am going to say the name of because I do think it's a good dating app. If, if used properly, if used properly, mm-hmm. which I always did. Mm-hmm. Boy, I used it mm-hmm. over and over. No, just kidding. Um, I was on Bumble. We were on Bumble, mm-hmm. and I like it because it safeguards women, and that's the other thing. Is that, that why you like it, Bob? I, I honestly, that really is why I like it. <laughs> I do. I I was on there today, mm-hmm. and I really honestly, <laughs> you want to play sass? I'll You're going to be on there tomorrow too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I out in the cold. But I did like it because if you swiped on somebody that you liked, 
it notified the lady, and then the lady decided whether or not that they wanted to contact. So guys can't contact them unless the they ladies accept. say. Mm-hmm. And so your photo popped up, and I read, and you talked a lot about being a Christian, uh, talked about grace and all this kind of stuff that I was like, oh, she sounds real. And so I swiped, and I think the picture got about halfway through swiping, and then your message came in. No, so, that's not how it works. I think it's exactly how it worked. <laughs> that's not how it works. Uh, tell us. Well, if you swipe on me, then it just makes you an option for right. me. So then I have to swipe on you. Yeah. So then I pop up. And, and it says a match, but then I still have to decide whether I message you or not. Yeah. And it took about a day. Well, because you had to finish writing all the well, stuff that you I had to filter wrote. through all my matches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most fun I ever had as a single guy was the first Valentine's Day that I was by myself and I went to a party. I got invited to a party and one of the ladies had gotten, she was on Bumble and she had like shut off the messages and she was like, because it's just so crass. It's so, you know, and I was like, really? And she goes, yeah, watch. And she opened her cause she had blocked her messages and mm-hmm. she opened them back up and all of a sudden it just started like coming in, like all these messages started coming in. And so one of the most fun I've ever had as a single person is I sat on the couch and there were about eight or nine people around me and I like wrote, wrote these the responses. guys. I wrote the responses and oh my goodness. And I was, I made it as absurd as I could. I'd be like, um, thank you so much for your interest in going out with me. Uh, ever since I lost my leg in the combine accident, most people don't want to um, go out with me or if they do, they want to take me to IHOP because of the obvious joke or, you know, like all this stuff. And they would write back like, oh, no, no, it's totally fine. You know, or I would write things that we have 12 year olds listening. So mm-hmm. I won't say, but I would write things where I'm like, there's no way a guy would respond to this. Mm-hmm. And they would respond like right, mm-hmm. right away. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you women have to put up with a lot of jerks to finally find that there's no non-jerks no, out there. That's when you're supposed to jump in <laughs> and go a jewel like I did. Are you not following the script? I lost Let the me, script. You, it got, you've never looked at the script. It got lost in the laundry I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we. so I, I did. We met on uh, We met on Bumble. And, and I'm so glad we're talking about first impressions because I um, texted a few of my friends and asked them, like what their first impressions of me uh-huh. were before we were really good friends. Yeah. And quite about a, people here, like new, new people. No, like old friends, oh, okay. like friends have known me a long time. No, I haven't asked the new people yet. They, th- they still think I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got another month. I didn't feel like that was going to be as accurate because they haven't gotten to know me well enough, but no. they, they thought that I like one of my very best friends in the entire world that has seen me at my worst was like, I thought you had it all together. Like you hold yourself well in public <laughs> and when like the world's crashing down and I I do but I also like want to like I think I'm pretty authentic like it's really hard for me like last night going to the Bible study mm-hmm. ladies Bible study it was really I suffer with anxiety big time and I was it was hard to even get there and so just sitting there was really difficult and then when it got to the group discussion part I was like oh I have so much to say about this verse or yeah. We were talking about prayer. I have so much to say about prayer, and and um, I, so I had to like kind of hold myself back. But I wanted to be real because I also, again, feel like I'm a little bit in a fishbowl with being married to you. Yeah. 
And so I want people to see like, it's not like I struggle too with prayer or I struggle with whatever. So that was kind of the, I do not have it. PSA. I do not have it all together. (laughs) That's the impression that I, that I give off. Yeah. Which is a big reason why we wanted to start this podcast was because we, you know, a lot of people look at us and I, like I, I've received this a lot of times where, especially whenever I first started going through like our dark time is people just thought that we were like, we had it all together and that we were, um, like what's the word where you're, uh, you're above where you can't be like penetrated with, with despair or you're above reproach mm-hmm. of anything bad getting to you, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, well, you know, he's on the stage, he's in a spotlight, so nothing can bring him down. And a lot of times when you are in the spotlight or on the stage, you get a target on your back and like people and the enemy want to bring you down. Like they, you know, if you start to get uh, any kind of success, there's always going to be haters. You know, I think Bob Dylan once said, um, critics, they have forks and knives and they got to find something to cut. And uh, that's, you know, a lot of people do start looking for chinks in the armor and that kind of thing. And I'm like, man, we're, we're just regular people trying to get through life and trying to, you know, we deal with depression. We deal with getting cut off in traffic. We deal with kids not being happy. And, you know, we deal with people leaving and, you know, us losing people and death and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Like it's, it's real. Right. Anyway, that's my woo moment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was a double poo right there. (laughs) That was a double poo. So I got that in. Look at Bob Smiley. You're so uncomfortable with getting. Yeah, I don't like talking about it. With getting real about negative stuff. Because I, like, I only, my job is to bring laughter to people. And so to sit and talk about anything that's not upbeat or fun or heavy, it's it's uncomfortable because it's not what I do. You know, but it's, but that's the fact is that, man, you mess up, you mess up as a dad, you mess up as a husband, but that's, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I do think it's worth talking about. Like life's going to get messy. But I think that's what makes it, makes you more approachable. Yeah. And how you handle it. And, you know, and that's why it goes back to the life gets messy. You get messy. I don't get messy, but people get messy around me. Bob Smiley gets messy. Dot com. Mm -hmm. Um. but that, I, and I, I say this in interviews and stuff, and I truly mean it, is that you have to have a foundation that's strong enough to stand back up on when the world knocks you down. And that has to come with having like a relationship with, I think, Christ. Riesling. And oh. With, <laughs> with a, not a sponsor, but probably should be. It'll <laughs> save us quite a bit of money. <laughs> I could get the pick four at Panera Bread if... <laughs> Riesling would sponsor Mm. my wife, but yeah. So first impressions, uh, I I knew I had. You're not gonna like this at all. Go ahead. But I kind of had you pegged. Like I kind of had you pegged pretty pretty early on. Not in not in a control way because I think that's what you tend to think. But in a like when I care about someone or I feel like immediately like I there's no. It's either zero or 120%. There's no halfway for me. Like, super duper protective of you. I fell pretty quickly, like, emotionally for you, but I was more guarded with, like, at my core, you know, for making myself vulnerable. But one thing I saw was, like, a lot of holding it together for everybody else. Like, whether it was your fans or your kids or your parents or 
you know, holding it all together. And so that sounds really strong and it is really strong. And I recognize it because that's exactly how I deal with things. Like just hold it all together, hold it all together. Don't let things get to you or, or just take care of your kids, take care of your career. And then, and then what happens is you're kind of falling apart inside. Yeah. I kind of put myself on life support because, and just was like, I'll deal with me later, but right now I've got to, you know, take care of my kids. I've got to, you know, repair all this stuff. I've got to, you know, squelch rumors and talk to people from church. And, um, yeah, like you said, my parents were a big help, but, you know, I was trying to protect everybody and, uh, figure out career wise, like, you know, even though none of this was my choice or, you know, anything that I was going to be involved with, like I, I really had no choice. And, but that was, I was afraid that was going to kill my career and all that kind of stuff. And so I didn't, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't take time to be like, oh, okay, am I okay? You know, how yeah. am I dealing with it? And deal how deal with it. Yeah. Like actually acknowledge that it's happening. Yeah. So I just went on life support for a while. And then my therapist. So like six months ago. Yeah. My, <laughs> then my therapist showed up and I put a ring on her finger. And mm. now we're psychoanalyzing me which I'm is not. a blast it's so much fun I'm not your therapist <laughs> we do this thing where like when we start to get on each other's nerves th- the other one just like points up to to heaven you started that and just goes <laughs> god I'm sure you know what you're doing because mm-hmm. it is funny Oh, it's hilarious. So, yeah, my, my first impression was that you were very, very confident because you jumped out of your car. I was I was actually, I got there early, mm-hmm. and I was sitting in my truck, and you jumped, like, you pulled up, and you valeted, so that bothered me, but that you, that money meant nothing to you. No, that's not true. But you did valet, and you got there. We were in a part of town that there wasn't parking. If you got and, there early, you could, you could park without valeting. Right, because the restaurant wasn't open yet. Right. So, okay, let's just clarify. I'm just telling you, I did a lot of research about mm-hmm. this date. Because you're super cheap. So I was excited to it, meet as you. As a safety so I got there early. rule in that area, I do valet. Absolutely. Yeah. This doesn't need to be walking on the street. <laughs> it did end up walking on the street, though. Holding your hand. Yeah. Actually, we weren't holding hands yet. We didn't yet. hold hands yet. Mm-mm. So we had this really good lunch date, and it was the first meal I'd eaten in like a week. You're back to talking about our first date? Yeah, I thought just, that's what we were talking about. Right, we are. I'm just clarifying for the listener because they're not in our heads. We were heads. talking about valeting. Okay. Just. So she got out of the car and was, and I actually saw her through, the, I saw you through the rear view mirror at the first. The rear view? The, the rear view. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw you through the weird view mirror, which is how <laughs> like, I've seen you ever since mm. then. Um, but I was talking to Branyan on the phone and I saw you pull up and I was like, oh, I don't know if that's her. And you were a pretty nice car. And you got out and you valet. And I was like, oh, that's her. And I told Brandon, and I said, uh, I got to go see about a girl. And I got off the phone. And it, that was that was the first thing I saw you was through the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. which is funny because I put this on Instagram, I think, one day. But there's a reason why the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror mm-hmm. because you look forward you know, to stuff and not mm-hmm. spend so much time. But I thought it was kind of funny that I actually saw you in the rearview mirror for the first time. And so walked in. Because you're a stalker. Go ahead. And you tried to full on hug me and I had to give you the side hug. Oh my goodness. And. This is so not true. That's what happened. All right. You tell the story. I didn't try to full on hug you. I hugged you. You did hug me. There's just a hug. And then you lingered. You were like, you smell nice. 
We were waiting. We were getting a table. You said you wanted to wear my skin. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so full of it. No. So, but it was kind of awkward because we we'd talked for six hours on the phone. And that's whenever I was like, okay. That, I, that's a one-time conversation, folks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One time. We got it all out. Well, I got it all out there. She did. I listened for six hours. Our very first phone call, we talked for six hours. And that's when I read it because I, I really was on hold from dating. And I was like, I got to meet this girl. Like, I really do have to meet her. And so I like two days later, whatever, mm-hmm. we, we had a lunch date. And then uh, it was sweet because the meal ended and you had a uh, what's it a job. Mm-hmm. You had a job you had to get back to. Mm-hmm. But you were like, uh, so you, you, you want to walk? There's a oh, coffee you know, shop. You said there's a coffee shop, and so we walked down to this coffee shop, but they couldn't get us in. But I could tell that you kind of wanted to still, you know, like be able to hang out. Oh, I was the one that was jonesing for extra time. And then you said, hey. Goodness, Miley. Let's get your truck, and there's a hotel. And I was like, hold on, hold on. It's I I am a Christian and and then you explain that there was actually, I usually wait till the second date and yeah t- to turn you down uh but no you said there was a hotel and what you were meaning was you were going to take me up to the top of this hotel yeah. and it overlooks this like yes. lazy river that's in the shape of Texas because that's the area of town we were in yeah she didn't know I was deathly afraid of heights so I did the not the whole that. time we're going up in the elevator I'm like just don't wet yourself do not wet yourself just try to and I was oh my Goodness, I was nervous. And so that was it. That's how, that was my first impression was that you were adventurous Mm -hmm. and you were funny. Like you made me laugh a couple times. And I bring wallets on dates. And you bring wallets? A wallet. My own wallet. Mm Mm-hmm. You didn't pay for your meal. I did not pay for my meal. Which I've, I've heard that you always paid for your meal mm-hmm. on dates. Mm -hmm. So I just was the lucky one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They got to pay for your date. Anyway, so what, what's what's the takeaway? We're way over an hour. Oh, we are? Yeah. We have some stuff to edit out. Yeah, we do. Um, I would say that uh, to be careful about assuming and judging from first impressions. Yeah, because... Uh, give people chances. You never know what they're going through. And, and if, if, you're on, if you're on the stage, you got to really think through, especially if you're in the ministry, because you showed me the whole pastors to... Pastors Preachers and sneakers. sneakers. Preachers and sneakers thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're up there, you know, preaching away and stuff, and I don't know, there's just a lot of hypocrisy, and a lot of people that are in the ministry have, what? No, go you ahead. You look like I'm you're about breathing. to make a really good point. Um, you know, we just have to be careful because we're affecting, We're, I mean, if we're up there preaching the gospel, we need to be living it. And But it doesn't matter whether you have a stage or not. Like, I That's don't have true. a stage. Yeah. 99% of people that are listening to the podcast don't go on a stage. Yeah. But I think I think more than like worrying about what people think, we should try to live like authentic, consistent, loving, kind lives. Yeah. So be preaching every... Just extend some grace to people. You never know. Yeah. Just because they're wearing... <laughs> <laughs> Hundred dollar yoga pants with we, fake nails and teeth doesn't mean they're a shallow person. We talked about that because you see things like we were at the gym today and there were people there that we just thought, Oh, they are obviously I honestly that's why I that's what I have to get through to get to the gym. Like I have to battle 
not necessarily comparison, but just like, oh, wouldn't it be so <laughs> horrible to have the life that you're spending three hours in the gym and like only worrying about yourself and yeah. what your tushy looks like. And that's what we talked about was we don't know those people. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know, you know, so mm-hmm. we, we need to give them the benefit of the doubt and, you know, just not be that one friendly. girl. I'm not benefiting her doubt. I'm not doubting. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're getting mad just thinking about it. I am. <laughs> yeah, there is. I get a little bulldoggy. There's a few the gym. people up there that are up there to flirt. They're aggressively present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to put some clothes on. It is It is <laughs> funny because since I started wearing my ring and, and all that, like those those women don't even talk to me anymore. Good. That's it. So, I, but you, I'm saying your first impression was right because you told me like, you know, those, those women are, they're not working out. They're just up there to, to just meet people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, no, no, let's give them the, bit. but you were right on that. Mm-hmm. You were right on that one. I said, I read people well and I meant it. You do. So, and that's the other thing. Like, you know, you see, I think social media can get you down too. Mm-hmm. You got to have a healthy dose of that because Sarah and I were talking about, man, we see the greatest stuff, you know, on Instagram and Christmas cards and Facebook and and you think, oh, man, I wish my life was like theirs. And even I interviewed Coulter the other day uh, for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And like right before I left, Facebook popped up a memory from like six years ago. And it was like, we thought you'd like to see this memory. And I looked and it was a family photo and we looked completely happy. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm looking at this photo, but I know what's going on in the background. I know what's going on behind my back. And I'm like. Oh, we weren't happy. Like our, like our, none of that was true, but it looked like the perfect photo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's just so like, you know, people do that. They put up all these little, oh, we're such a happy, you know, family or, hey, look what, what I'm getting to do. And we don't know what people are really going through or struggling with. So it's, I guess, I guess that's the point of this podcast is just, that's what we need to do. Just go out and just love on people and. <laughs> You know how often you say that? What? You say that a lot. Do I really? You say go out and love on people a lot. Because I, nobody's some, listening. Some cliche fra- phrases. Nobody, I'll tell you, nobody on Highway 45 this morning was mm-hmm. listening because they were not loving on me. They were mm-hmm. cutting me off like crazy. But So basically what we learned is first impressions of Bob are highly accurate and first impressions of me are highly inaccurate. No. <laughs> I, I said that you, you appeared to, you look so evil right now. I appear like she, I have it all together though and I don't. I'm just saying. She is sitting in her chair with her feet up on the chair. She's looking like a gargoyle about to pounce. <laughs> all right, so wrap us up. What is our, what is our whole point? What do we want do our boys to Do not judge lest ye be judged. There you go. I tried to always end with a verse that wasn't very happy. Yeah. Um, be kind. Life is short. What's the greatest commandment? Uh, always wipe the counters after you eat dinner. There we go. And I'm making backstrap tonight. I'm <laughs> frying meat. So yeehaw. Well, this is gonna be a lot I'm of going wiping. For a, walk. a lot of wiping. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. You can catch us on Instagram at Hookline and Smiley. You can email us at Hookline and Smiley at gmail dot com. And you can find Bob on all the social media at Bob Smiley Comedy or Bob Smiley Comic. Yep. And as always, we hope your week is full of woo moments. And not poo moments. (laughs) Bye.
I feel like some of that went well. Don't you? Hello? And so, okay, I just thought that the thunder clouds were like forming behind mm-hmm. me, but it's my two boys, Trent and Xander, just walking by the, the window. Mm-hmm. But it was like an eclipse. You guys just walked by the window and it just got dark in here because because he, you guys are so big. And I thought, thanks for picking him up, man. That's huge. We're in the middle of a podcast right now. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Well, um, you took up the driveway. We couldn't park. <laughs> I know. You're good. Hey, thanks. Xander, how was your day? Okay. That was good parenting right there. You guys just got to witness good parenting. I asked him how his day was. He shared with me. He said he's hurt and you didn't even respond. Well, I'm I'm working. Mm. I didn't say I had the parenting thing down. I'm just (laughs) saying that I'm trying. E for effort. Try it out. Oh, I can hear you. Great. I'm in a tunnel. Well, then it's working perfectly. No, because I can usually hear myself. Okay, let's switch headphones. And whenever you picked up the mic and or you picked up the headphones and you said these are yours before you even looked, were you going by smell? They didn't. Boy, Zach's going to have a lot of editing to do.